One of my favorite experiences in reading, and it almost doesn't matter what the genre is, it could be literature, poetry, philosophy. I just love when you're reading along and enjoying what you're reading and suddenly the writer hits upon truth, something so bright and clear. And it's as if everything you'd just been reading was nothing compared to this insight or this turn of phrase or just this loveliness that you're now reading. It's it's higher than maybe anything else in the work. Years ago, I was reading in a sort of a longer short story, almost a novella by the writer Thomas Wolfe. And if you've never read any Thomas Wolfe, he really is uh, beautiful. He's a North Carolinian. He died in the 40s. But in one of these short stories, he's going along and he's telling the story, and it's almost uh, autobiographical in the way he's describing, but suddenly he comes upon this moment where this character has a realization that death is real, that time is moving towards something, but also that on the other side, maybe there's something bigger and even perhaps better. So this is poetic, but it's also, it's really powerful. I want you to hear, this is from Thomas Wolfe. He wrote, something has spoken to me in the night, burning the tapers of the waning years. Something has spoken in the night and told me I shall die. I know not where. Losing the earth we know for greater knowing, losing the life we have for greater life, and leaving friends we loved for greater loving, men find a land more kind than home, more large than earth, whereon the pillars of this earth are founded, toward which the spirits of the nations draw, toward which the conscience of the world is tending. A wind is rising and the rivers flow. Isn't that kind of lovely in the way that he constructs it? But here's my disagreement. I don't believe that the pillars of this earth, uh, the spirits of the nations, the conscience of the world are naturally tending toward the spirit of the kingdom of heaven. I mean, that would be a vision of mankind that is positively progressive leaning toward perfectibility, agreeing that the arc of the moral universe bends toward justice. But that's not evidenced by the march of history through time. And indeed, so much of our thought, whether we know it or not, is influenced by the fruits of the Enlightenment. That's Enlightenment thinking. And for that reason, I think that the opening of of Jean-Jacques Rousseau's social contract would actually seem to be most people's starting point for their thinking. Rousseau started out that, that, that paper, that essay, with these words. Listen, man is born free, yet everywhere he is in chains. That thought, the idea that freedom is our inherency, is the starting point of both the American and the French revolutions. It's, it's the basis of actually most Western civic thought. The problem? It's not true. Not spiritually true. And it's not even pragmatically true. I mean, you and I, people, we are bound in the materialistic sense by the multitude of our wants and desires. But more importantly, humanity is bound spiritually by the original reality of fallenness and sin. But what if 
There were rivers flowing, winds rising, consciences changing, nations turning, uh, pillars of the earth bowing down. What if a kingdom larger than earth, kinder than home, loving, living, all-knowing was inviting us into life, not death? What if that voice in the night, the taper of the waning years, were each pointing to a singular, dynamic, world-changing reality? What if that reality was a finished truth? What if that truth was a man? A man who spoke and burned with life and whispered to our spirit, inviting each and every one of us into the life that is forevermore. A man who knows all, has lived amidst our midst, is a friend and brother, and who is the home of our hearts, our new way. What if every knee, every heart, every pillar could bow to him? What if every nation, tongue, and individual was already his? And what if the wind of his Holy Spirit is meant to blow through you? What if the river inside you is the world's hope? What if you being reborn free is the kingdom's plan for the world? What if you are the unlocker of the world's chains? Well, you are. And that is the plan. You are the kingdom of God's plan for this world. That voice whispering in your heart is the perfect plan of God for the complete overturn of the world and its ways. So hearing me say all that, what are you to do today? I mean, who are you to be? How should you live? Well, You should live in the direction of Jesus of Nazareth with your heart and mind open to direct encounter with him. You should believe that his spirit's voice within is the church's only hope for the unity he desires. You should consciously, constantly, moment after moment, live in such a way that his way triumphs over yours. And friends, you should end this day with more experience of him than you began with. You and I are actually doing something here. I mean, we are on a journey of discipleship that is mankind's only hope for the true light of a heavenly enlightenment. And here's the kicker. It's for you and I to prove it. And our only chance is right now, this day. Let's go do it, shall we? Thank you for listening.